On today's show, Jeep has plans to go after Land Rover, Volvo puts a price tag on the all-new XC90, and Volkswagen reveals a sleek-looking hatch concept. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for May 14th of 2015. Yesterday, both Toyota and Nissan announced they're recalling an additional 6.5 million vehicles related to Takata's faulty airbags. And now Honda is tacking on another 5 million vehicles to that list. Honda has been the hardest-hit automaker over the defective airbags. It's had to call back nearly 20 million vehicles globally. Altogether, automakers have recalled close to 36 million vehicles over this issue. Yesterday we looked at Nissan's impressive full-year earnings, and its alliance partner Renault also posted strong financial numbers in 2014. The French automaker sold 2.7 million vehicles last year, a gain of 3.2% compared to the year before. That number also includes Dacia and Renault-Samsung. Its total revenue topped at $46 billion, an increase of just three-tenths of a percent. But despite the modest boost in revenues, its operating profit was up nearly 30%, and its net profit hit $2.3 billion, skyrocketing 187%. Renault's top three markets outside of France last year were Brazil, Russia, and Germany. If you want to learn more about Cadillac's new flagship sedan, the CT6, make sure you tune into AutoLine After Hours today. Joining John and Gary is Travis Hester, the executive chief engineer of the CT6. So if you've got any questions about that car, send them to viewer mail at autoline.tv. That's today at 3 p.m. Eastern time on our website, autoline.tv. We'll be back with more news right after this. Autoline Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. A fully loaded Jeep Grand Cherokee can set you back over 60 grand, but the company believes the brand can go even more upscale. Bloomberg reports that FCA CEO Sergio Marchione confirmed it's developing a Jeep to compete against Land Rover and Mercedes. Can anyone say Jeep Wagoneer? Jeep sales are going gangbusters globally, and luxury SUV sales are also booming. Plus, Jeep has a very favorable reputation around the globe, so we can see why the company believes it's a segment worth jumping into. However, Jeep and luxury just seems to be a bit of an oxymoron. We want to know what you think. If you ran Jeep, what would you do? Just let us know in the comments section below. Volvo just released the U.S. market prices for its all-new XC90. There are two different models, one of which is a plug-in hybrid and there are three different trim levels for each model, so we're not going to go through every single one, but here's the range. The base T6 model starts at $49,895, while the top-of-the-line T8 plug-in tops out at $72,595. That's quite the range. The T8 hybrid, with a total of 400 horsepower and 472 pound-feet of torque, provides surprisingly good acceleration, and it comes very nicely equipped. But the upcharge for the plug-in, depending on the trim level, is anywhere from $17,000 to $19,000. dollars 
We're sure that Volvo has studied the market carefully, but with that kind of markup, they're not gonna sell a lot of T8s. And coming up next, a look at a sporty hatchback concept from Volkswagen, and a new study shows how effective automatic emergency brakes are at reducing accidents. We'll be back right after this. Automatic emergency braking is starting to become a more common feature on cars today, and a new study shows just how effective the technology can be. The Euro and Australian NCAP just did a joint study looking at systems that can bring a vehicle to a stop at speeds of up to 50 kilometers an hour, or 30 miles per hour. Using real-world data from Europe and Australia, they found that auto emergency brake systems can reduce rear-end collisions by 38% compared to equivalent vehicles without the technology. You know, Volkswagen has a long history of sporty hatchbacks, and now it's giving us a look into the future with the Golf GTE Sport concept. While the mostly carbon fiber body still looks like a Golf, it's taken that next step in evolution with features from current and other concept models. Pop open the hood and you'll find a 1.6 liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine plucked from the Polo R World Rally car. It's mated to an electric motor and 6-speed DCT. Another electric motor out back makes for all-wheel drive fun, with nearly 400 horsepower on tap and a 0-60 to 60 time of 4.3 seconds. Swing open the Lambo doors and you'll find two separate cocoon-like areas for the driver and passenger with racing bucket seats and 5-point harnesses. Most functional controls and buttons are located within the driver's workspace. All I can say to Volkswagen is build it and they will come. And just a reminder that we're still looking for your suggestions for the next big name for an auto interior material. As FCA designer Klaus Busse pointed out on a recent AAH, it's not about the feel, it's the name that makes a material popular, like Alcantara. Some of the names that have come in so far that I like are Bow Curve, Dino Hide, Takorati, and Samarkand. If you got an idea, just leave it in the comments section below or send an email to viewermail at autoline.tv. And at the end of the week, we'll pick out our favorites. But that wraps up today's report. Thank you for watching.